for Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai. Enjoy Hyundai's generous cashback on SENSA. The Round Ball with Dom and Dodzy. And welcome back to the Round Ball. Uh, Dom Renato and Travis Dodd here. All thanks to our good friends at, of course, uh, Flight Centre and Hyundai Flight Centre. If you're planning a holiday, let's hope it's sooner rather than later because we need one, Trav. You can call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. And, of course, Hyundai. Enjoy Hyundai's generous cashback across all petrol and diesel SUVs. And now uh, we're going to turn our attention. We did speak to Ross Aloisi briefly, uh, Trav, about uh, the women's game and how it's uh, just getting stronger and stronger in our country. Well, thanks to SA Power Networks, empowering women's football here in South Australia. We've got a uh, Matilda on the line, plays for Canberra uh, United, as you mentioned before, went to the uh, break. Uh, she signed a contract in Norway, but now because of the COVID-19, it's sort of everything come to a bit of a grinding halt. Must be pretty frustrating. And uh, she joins us now, and that is Carly Rossbuck. And Carly, thanks for your time this afternoon. That's okay. Thanks for having me on. That's our pleasure. Now, it must be pretty frustrating. You get this new contract ready to rock and roll, and uh-uh, you're going to get stuck here in Australia. You're <laughs> in Canberra. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit frustrating, obviously. It was my first contract to go overseas, so I was really excited and looking forward to it. But unfortunately, like there's nothing that we can really do besides stay safe and look after our well-being. So just hope, hoping that this settles down and I can head over soon. Well, what is the what's the outcome? I guess uh, have you have you got a timeline? Have they spoken to you on when you may be able to come over? Yeah, so they're looking at kicking off the league on the fifteenth of June, but obviously it'd be closed matches and everything. Um, so fingers crossed that that actually happens because they're they're slowly opening schools and everything over there. So they're looking at getting things. Um, going pretty soon. So what are you doing for training then uh, by yourself now? Yeah, so I've been um, training with a lot with my brother and with my dad. Um, so I've had to do a lot of individual sessions and then plus gym and a lot of isolated running as well. You're not cheating at all, are you? You're doing the proper thing? <laughs> yeah, I am doing the proper thing. <laughs> Good. Hey, how did it all start for you? Just <clears throat> tell us uh, your journey, especially with the young girls listening to us. Carly, you're only 19 now. How did it start for you? How did you get into the game? Well, um, it was my dad and my brother who I really, like, I started playing because of them. And I, so I was always out in the backyard with them. And then I finally um, started playing when I was 10, so with a, with a proper team. Um, I played with the boys for a couple years and then I moved on to do the rep stuff in Canberra, so Capital Football um, and eventually went to CUA and then um, I got into Junior Matildas, so the under-17s and then from there, I in that same year, in 2016, I signed my first contract with Canberra United in the W League um, and then from there on, I went from, I went to Young Matildas, continued W League um, and then Last year, I was very fortunate enough to get called into the Matilda squad at the World Cup. So that's kind of pretty much my journey, yeah. Yeah, that must have been pretty exciting. When uh, And it would have been an ambition of yours to play for the Matildas one day. How, how did you feel when you found out that, wow, I'm going to be training with the Matildas? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty surreal, honestly. Like, I didn't have, um, you know, much time to process it because I was, all of a sudden, I got called a Sunday night and I was out Monday morning um, flying over to France. So... 
I didn't get that much time to process it. And I think that actually worked a lot in my favor because if you get given quite a lot of time, then you dwell on it and you think about it. But um, no, it was like a, a surreal feeling because I I was very fortunate enough I got to make my debut over there at a World Cup as well. And I actually went over there thinking like, nah, like I, like I probably won't play, you know, yeah. um, but I'm just going to give it my all and... That's what I did, and then it paid off, and um, Ante gave me my debut, and, and it's something that I've been looking at, a goal for me for my entire life, so yeah, I would knock that off at a World Cup, yeah, it was, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, absolutely, at such a young age as well. Now, football runs in the family, your dad played uh, semi-professional football in Norway, uh, your brother plays in the NPL as well, is there much uh, sibling rivalry there in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> every time, every time me and my brother go and train in an oval or whatever, it's, it's game on. <laughs> we do a lot of. Um, he does a lot of attacking on me, so I get to work on my defending, and he's. It's actually really good um, doing that with a with a male. Like and he's and he's pretty good too. So. Um, but there's no way in hell I'm letting him get past me, and there's. <laughs> and he's definitely. Um, well, he wants to beat me, of course. So <laughs> there is there is a big rivalry going on. Is is that why you chose Norway because of your background and do you speak the lingo, or was that a coincidence? No, so um, I did choose Norway. That was one of the um, reasons why, because I have family over there and um, I can understand a little bit. I've I've lost quite a bit of it, but I can understand more than I can speak it. But um, no, and then the other reason was because I thought. Norway, the league is pretty good over there and it's a good, um, you know, a good environment and a good stepping stone for my first trip overseas, um, my first contract overseas. And I thought, and having family over there was a bonus. Where does uh, the Norwegian league stand, I guess, in the pecking order of European football for women? We've seen uh, a lot of Matildas in recent times uh, starting to sign in the Premier League in the UK. Yeah, so... um, a lot of actually, a lot of Matildas have played in Norway as well. So, yeah. as I said, it's a really good stepping stone, and it it is quite a strong competition. So, I'm looking forward to that challenge. Um, but as, yeah, a lot of women are now going over to the English league because that's just growing and getting stronger. But I do think Norway is a great league for people who, um, you know, who want to make that next step as well to go to England. So, I think that. Playing European football, it'll only make you better as a player and then will set you up for if you want to go and play in the English League. Well, we've seen uh, over the years that the the US League has been very prominent for women's football. Uh, Is your ambition, what's the highest league for you, uh, your opinion? Is it the the Premier League or is it the the US League? Uh, For myself, it is the Premier League. U.S. has been, yeah, as you said, the pecking order for ages, and that's where women always um, look to strive to play in. And but for myself, I've always kind of looked at European side. So um, I've always wanted to to go to Europe somewhere and play. But I do have my eyes set on in England. I would love to go play in the Super League there. Um, so that's definitely a goal for myself. What about the uh, W League, Carly? Of course, you were part of Canberra United. How can the W League improve? We do get a lot of uh, uh, players coming from overseas just to spice it up a bit. What about the local girls here? Is is it difficult? Obviously, because of the competition, but is it difficult? Yeah, I think the the W League is really good for development of young girls who are coming through. Um, 
you know, it's unfortunate the season only goes for three to four months. Like, if it if it was longer, then, you know, we could stand up with other leagues. Um, but I think it is a good stepping stone for young younger girls to develop and to grow into the game and then hopefully and it and it will enrich the women's game in football and hopefully get a lot of younger girls into the national team or looking around the national team and I think that the WE can definitely provide that for younger girls. All right, well, well spoken, Carly. You're a lovely uh, spoken lady, and uh, we wish you all the best in uh, Norway. You're going to the reigning champion, so good luck. Let's hope you get some game time where that happens. Is it, is it pronounced uh, Topasarian? Yeah. Top Syrian? Yeah. yeah, close enough, yeah. Yeah, that'll do. They're the reigning champions, so good luck over there. We do wish you all the best, and we'll be keeping an eye on you and see how you're going, okay, Carly? Thank you very much. Okay, all the best, and thanks for good joining luck. us. Thank you. Good on you. Uh, Carly uh, Rossbucken, who sounds like a very level-headed lady, and we speak to a lot of people over the years, and she's only 19 years of age, but uh, she spoke beautifully, I reckon. Speaks very well, and such experience as well yeah. for such a young age. Uh, also the the second youngest scorer in the W League, um, scoring against... Who was it? Just Newcastle make it up. Jets? No, make Newcastle it up. Jets. Um, no, it might have even been Melbourne City. It yeah, was Melbourne team. City. Yeah, pick a team. Melbourne City. So, look, uh, at 15 years of age as well. Yeah, so yeah, not bad. That's, that's a huge effort. And, um, yeah, Matilda. So let's hope she goes on to bigger and better things. Obviously, at 19, already played for the Matildas. Now going to... Uh, uh, to Norway, be fantastic. What a terrific future she has. She was our special guest. We're going to take a short back trip, if that's okay with you. We're going to come back a bit more locally with the uh, the local league and the NPL, which is very close to your heart, seeing you can't get a oh, gig anywhere else. Oh, the countdown's on. Yep. yep, I know. We can't wait for that one. But anyway, you're listening to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey back right after this.